Hello there. Welcome to Rise Revolution Mind Body Nutrition. This is the podcast and I'm your host Melissa Chapman. This is episode 38. Stress, 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 stress. So I think a lot of times we know we're stressed out and we just stay stressed out and we think it becomes just normal to be stressed out. Um, I know that as a busy working mom, um, back when my child was doing a lot of sports and activities, it was just daily life. If you have multiple children, multiply that by number of children. Um, just even being a mom and running kids here and there to sports and activities and school and managing day-to-day life can get pretty stressful. But then if you add on top of that any relationship difficulties, any financial problems, job changes, emotional um, traumas, financial unexpected expenses, decreases in income, moves, divorces, like there are so many things that then add on top of the normal stress of everyday life. And if you're listening to this message and as I'm rattling those things off, your shoulders are inching up toward your ears then I know you feel me and you understand the effects of stress. And I am recording this podcast outside. My dog just stressed a rabbit, (laughs) chasing it out of the yard. And that is actually a perfect segue to our stress response is supposed to be a normal and healthy function of our body to sense danger and put us on high alert and give us rushes of adrenaline and energy and focus and clarity. Um, but so the rabbit just now was in a stress response running out of the yard from the dog and typically stress responses like that are short bursts of stress danger get out of the way it's a rush it's over when we're chronically stressed over and over and over and over again on a day-to-day basis all day every day it really can do a number on your nervous system your heart Um, And I am a walking, talking example of this. I think one thing that we forget is that there's so much out of our control. And especially if you become a planner, a controlling type A person that you think you can fix things or you worry about everything, then you're going to carry that stress all the more. But I think we have to remember that there's so much that's out of our control and so much that's not our responsibility that we need to let go of. And I'm in the midst of a pending move. I just had a recent job change. Um, Some family members have had some recent health struggles. Um, I myself am sensing tension from the top of my neck to the bottom of my feet. And I'm just carrying it again. I can feel my whole body tighten up, um, easily tweak a muscle in my back turning the wrong way because I'm so tense. And so one thing I want to remind you of, check those body awareness for physical symptoms of stress. Even if you think mentally you're on top of everything and you're handling it all. And just because you're doing it all doesn't mean your body is responding correctly to all that you are doing. So one of the things I do as a psychology coach is working with you to get in tune to your body, to pay attention to the messages your body is sending you. 
the symptoms and signs that you're having with your health issues a lot of times are indicators of something emotional going on in your life, whether it's past or present. But if you're having sleep disturbances and nightmares and digestive issues and you've lost interest in sex and you want to eat all the time, like there are certain things that are kind of a checklist of indicators that you're stressed, okay? You're irritable, you're emotional. There are so many other ways to tell that you're stressed, um, even if you think you are not. So when you check in with this body awareness, is your brow furrowed? Is your jaw clenched? Is your tongue at the roof of your mouth holding your tension in your jaw? Are your shoulders coming up Is your breathing shallow and more quick? If I say to you, stop and pause right this very moment and take a deep breath, does that cause a sense of panic in you right away? Because who's got time to pause and breathe? Those are clear signs, my friend, that you are stressed. And our body carrying that cortisol overproduction day after day after day after day is going to drain your adrenals. It's going to put pressure on your heart. It's going to increase your blood pressure. At first, you don't feel these things happening. They're kind of silently happening under the surface. But when they start happening, your blood pressure is raising you're pulling a muscle because you're so tense and tight. You're getting stomach upset. Your immune system is bottomed out and you're catching every virus that goes around. Like, those are signs that your body needs a break. And I think what we do sometimes is check out escapism of some form, whether it's alcohol or you know, TV. Like, we, we seek out these unhealthy ways to relieve stress. And maybe sometimes checking out is what you need to do. Temporary escapism, vacation from the world. Sure, plug on a movie. Great. However, taking the time to do some stretching will do your body some amazing wonders. And gentle stretching, not pushing it, not all of a sudden doing runner hurdlers, Um, when you don't move that way on any kind of normal basis. Um, Gentle, just reaching for the sky, tilting a little to the right and left as you do so. Doing some neck rolls, just checking in with your body 10 times a day and saying, do I need to relax my shoulders? Am I carrying tension in my jaw? And then taking a breath. Maybe building up to two or three breaths. Maybe downloading an app like the Wim Hof breathing method and doing three cycles of breaths and breath holds um, to deregulate your body. What this does is short circuit that nervous system that is experiencing the adrenaline rushes of cortisol and sending messages to your brain and the rest of your body that there's danger. It cuts that off and says, no, we're okay. We're good here. Everything's fine. And not to mention, depriving your body of oxygen when you're shallow breathing and stressed out all the time can do way more harm than good, right? So get deep breaths and fill up that brain with oxygen. Fill your body from head to toe with fresh air. Get outside in the sun to do those breaths if you can. Um, Check in with nature a little bit. Watching these birds flying in the sky, the dog chasing the 
the rabbit. Like it takes me out of my brain and head of everything else that's been distracting or disruptive. Okay. Um, so just some advice, find a friend that'll listen, but don't just negatively vent all the time. Also spend some time alone with your thoughts, with yourself and taking those breaths and taking that movement, put your phone away, take a, take a break in a dark room and listen to sounds of the ocean on your sound machine. Like just give yourself a moment of Zen to rewire that brain, to tell yourself that you're okay. The long-term effects of stress are so underrated. I think I said this in one of my early podcasts, people jump on this weight loss bandwagon. They see someone who's lost a bunch of weight and they want to eat what they do and exercise the way they do and just follow them to a T. And sometimes stressing over your food and body or your exercise and getting aggravated because you haven't made it to the gym. Like sometimes those things add to the stress. So if your workout plan or your food plan is stressing you, then it's not a good plan. (laughs) It's not. We don't have to go jump into 360 health conditions unless your doctor came to you and said, look, you need to quit this immediately 360 or you're going to be gone tomorrow. Like really take your time and make adaptable changes that you can live with. Quitting smoking, top of the list for me. It took me six months after my mom died to quit smoking because I still was relying on that nicotine to calm my nerves and my depression. However, that's also around the same time frame that I found exercise and started moving and doing a 10-minute stretch every day from a DVD that I had in my house. And the flexibility... And the stress relief I got just from doing that one 10-minute regimen every day was so helpful. And I did end up quitting smoking. And I did end up adding on more activity and more fitness and then more education around nutrition and health. And it just adds and adds and adds and adds until you generally are taking much better care of yourself. There's always room to improve, but you're never going to be perfect. So stop striving to be and let go of the things that are not in your power to fix or not yours to own. I'm as guilty as the next person of worrying about my friend's problems or thinking I have advice or solution for them when maybe they don't even want it. And it's not mine to carry. (laughs) It's okay to be empathetic. It's okay to listen and share in your friend's struggles and burdens. But when they're keeping you up at night, when it's keeping you up at night and it's not even yours to worry about, um, we have to do that. And sometimes it's my own son who reminds me, you know, that he's an adult. It's his problem to worry about. Or that friend, that's their issue to deal with, you know, if they want help or whatever I can. But when you're taking on so much and you're not taking care of yourself, we have to put oxygen on ourselves first, right? So as cliche as that sounds, it is so true. I have resisted. We're in the midst of a move and we're going to be giving up a home with a nice yard and a pool in the backyard to move into a condo type situation, apartment home type community. We will not have a fence yard or a pool anymore. And it's made me realize how many years we took that for granted a lot of times. It was enjoyable to have, 
but I wasn't out here all the time. And last summer when we couldn't go in public and we couldn't go out to eat and go do things, I spent more time in the pool than I probably ever had. And I realized that it was not just a luxury, but it was also so good for my mental health to get on a float in the sun and get vitamin D and let the water just carry me away. It was so relaxing. It was so resetting for my brain and my body to do that, that I realized you don't even have to have a pool to do that, but you've got to make that space in your day to go, you know, I'm going to go lay out on a lounge chair in the backyard and get some sun. I'm going to sit in my fluffy um, recliner with a blanket and check in with myself and relax and breathe and just take a few moments to reset um, and put all the thoughts away for today. Um, so I just want to keep reminding you that you are taking care of yourself when you're focusing on stress management. You are taking care of yourself when you aren't going to the gym for a week because you're so burnt out that you just feel like crying. Um, you are taking care of yourself when you just go get a massage or float in the pool. Like, it's okay to take that time for yourself. I give you permission. And as a matter of fact, I, I command <laughs> that you make time for that. Because your family and your friends will get so used to all the things that you do for them and the ways that you take care of them. And they know you should do better about taking care of yourself. But they really expect you to own up and make that time for you a priority. No one's going to take everything out of your hands and force you to sit down and take that break. Now, luckily, I, I do have a friend that made me do that once, and it brought tears to my eyes. I go to her house, and, and I've mentioned this on a podcast already, I think, but that's how powerful it was for me. She ran a bath for me, and she said, go take a bath. I've got a candle lit. There's music going. The bubbles are in there. Dinner will be ready when you get out. Stay as long as you want. I'm taking no for an answer. Get in there. And don't come out until you're relaxed. And I legit cried in this bath. It was such a kind, nurturing thing to do for me. Because I always felt like so many other things took priority. I just didn't make the time for it. And I didn't even know how much I needed it or how much I enjoyed it. Until someone else kind of mothered me and made me do it. So this is me being your mother today. <laughs> telling you to relax. Some of you don't even know how to relax. I remember when I first started trying to truly relax, I hated being alone with myself. I hated not being productive. I didn't even enjoy it. But let me encourage you, friend. If it's foreign to you because you've been running nonstop for 27 years... <laughs> then it's going to take a minute to not be uncomfortable for you. Do it a minute at a time if that's what it takes. But get a blanket, a pillow, a drink of your choice, a fuzzy blanket, the sounds, or diffuse oil, or run a sound machine, or do something that's going to help you get in a mood to just chill for a minute. Whatever that looks like for you. And increase it 
as the time goes on. How many days a week can you do that? Can you do it every day? And then tell me how your life transforms because you are taking that time. Of course, when I record these podcasts, I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you. And today I did make that choice to get up this morning. I was so tense and so frenetic yesterday. And I took the time this morning to get up and do a gentle 20-ish minute yoga routine that was very gentle and easy and grounding. And I did that. And then I did some affirmations and had a cup of coffee and took my time with it and didn't jump right into my phone and it's made the world of difference. Then this afternoon after the busyness of the work day and the laundry that needs done and the dinner that needs made, I still made the choice because the sun was shining to get out in the pool and float for 30 minutes, even if it was just 30 minutes. And it has made such a difference in how tense my body feels, how happy I feel, how calm and cool and collected I feel now. And so, of course, when we find something that helps us, we share with others, right? That's the whole point of this podcast is that I hope whatever information I can share with you helps you or that you share it with someone that it helps and that it helps me put my thoughts out here also to keep me on track and help me be accountable. I was always one of those people that when I'm trying to eat healthy, I'm putting my food on Facebook or on Instagram. And then some people are like, why do you got to show everything that you're doing or eating? It's because I know people will watch even if they won't say anything. And it helps me feel like I'm accountable. Someone will notice I didn't put it up there. Someone will see that I'm not being on track. And that helped me to some degree. But again, when anything starts becoming a stressor and it's not serving you in a way to make you better, then don't do it anymore. We're not here to please very few other people in this world. (laughs) So you got one life and one short time to live it. Make the best of it. And I hope that that is in a relaxed and joyous state of mind where you eat for pleasure and enjoy moving in your body and have an abundance of health. If you'd like more information about my health coaching or just want to connect with me on a personal level, I love to chat with you anytime. Message me on Instagram at Rise Revolution Mind Body or email at riserevolution09 at gmail.com. Until next time, take care and thank you for honoring me with your time today.